reading from Colossians chapter 2, verses 6 through 19. As you have received Christ Jesus the Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, and established in the faith, just as you were taught, abounding in thanksgiving. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deceit, according to human tradition, according to the elemental spirits of the universe, and not according to Christ. For in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, and you have come to fullness in him, who is the head of every ruler and authority. In him also you were circumcised with a spiritual circumcision, by putting off the body of the flesh in the circumcision of Christ. When you were buried with him in baptism, you were also raised with him through faith in the power of God, who raised him from the dead. And when you were dead in trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made you alive together with him. When he forgave us all our trespasses, erasing the record that stood against us with its legal demands, he set this aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and made a public example of them, triumphing over them in it. Therefore, do not let anyone condemn you in matters of food and drink or observing festivals, new moons or Sabbaths. These are only a shadow of what is to come, but the substance belongs to Christ. Do not let anyone disqualify you, insisting on self-abasement and worship of angels, dwelling on visions, puffed up without cause by a human way of thinking, and not holding fast to the head, from whom the whole body nourished and held together by its ligaments and sinews, grows with a gross that is from God. Here ends the reading. Throw out the mashup word hi-fi, and those with gray hair will smile, while the kids will start looking it up on their smartphones. For those old enough to remember, hi-fi stood for high fidelity, a term born in the 1950s to describe records, yes, vinyl records, and stereo equipment that claimed to provide faithful sound reproduction. It was all about delivering the true sound intended by the artist, the crackling of the needle working the grooves of the record notwithstanding. You don't hear that term much today, even though vinyl records are making an unexpected comeback. Who needs hi-fi, after all, when music can be delivered instantly, seamlessly, wirelessly, and digitally via a Wi-Fi connection, which is an inventive homage to the old hi-fi term. Wi-Fi is, of course, as ubiquitous in our world as air itself, with connections available practically anywhere that people gather. It's our window into the world of information, delivering data that, while not always true, is nonetheless valued as much as, if not more than, stereo and the Led Zeppelin albums you jammed out to in the 1970s. But even as popular and omnipresent as Wi-Fi is in our world, 
today, there's a pretty good chance that it too will one day soon go the way of hi-fi. Scientists and tech experts are always looking for ways to make the flow of information go even faster, maybe as fast as the speed of light. There's this technology called Li-Fi, a way of accessing information via pulsating light versus the slower radio waves used by Wi-Fi. In a Li-Fi environment, the room is equipped with overhead lighting that features fast flickering LED bulbs that in a real-life test in offices in Estonia, people were able to receive data at one gigabyte per second. Think of it as a kind of wireless fiber optic network that delivers data to you as fast as you can request it, no matter where you are in a room. Everywhere there is light driven by these flickering LEDs, you've got virtually instant access to the internet. And lest you think that all that flickering would drive you crazy, the LEDs switch their binary style of Morse code on and off too fast for the human eye to perceive it. Li-Fi might eventually make Wi-Fi feel like a dial-up or even slower. But actually, Li-Fi will never probably be widely adopted. It's just not practical. And despite the hyperspace speed it promises, it would still deliver the same old World Wide Web. We'll still be sorting through vast universes of data, but at a higher rate of speed and with some concerns we have today about what is true and useful and what is false and downright destructive to our souls. No matter how fast the information gets delivered, you still have to consider the source. The Apostle Paul lived in a world before hi-fi and wi-fi, of course, and even before there was such a thing as the internet from which to draw information. But Paul was nonetheless concerned that his fellow believers in Christ consider the source from which they would draw their guidance for life and faith, rather than the power of darkness being the driver and source of their way of living. Paul urges believers to be Li-Fi people. That is, people who share in the inheritance of the saints in the light. In writing to the church at Colossae, Paul was concerned that some false teachers had come to them questioning the full truth and adequacy of Christ as the source of life and salvation. Paul reminds the Colossians that they have received Christ Jesus the Lord and that they should continue to live their lives in him as the source of their life, faith, and salvation. They were to remain rooted and built up in him and established in the faith. If we want truth that leads to real life, it all begins with Christ, no matter what the speed with which that truth is delivered. To that end, Paul warns the church about some of those false sources of information that are always lurking around. In the first place, the real source of life isn't a particular philosophy, but a person in whom the fullness of deity dwells bodily. The Greco-Roman world was known for a variety of philosophical schools, and the marketplace of ideas is no less prevalent today. 
there are still plenty of people in our culture who believe that if it's on the internet, it must be true. We're no less susceptible to empty deceit and human tradition than people were in the first century. In fact, we may even be more so given the amount of data with which we're confronted every day. The elemental spirits of the universe are the basic principles of the world are all to be scrutinized in light of the truth of Christ, who himself is the light of the world. Indeed, says Paul, Christ is the head of every ruler and authority. Thus, there is no other source of truth and life. We find the fullness of life in the one in whom the fullness of deity dwells bodily. If we want to know what is true, what is right, and what is good, we have a fully human and fully divine example in the person of Jesus Christ. And as Jesus embodied God, so, too, we are to embody him in our lives. We embody that in baptism, where we were buried with him and also raised with him. Whereas we were once dead in trespasses, God made us alive together with him when he forgave us all our trespasses. The record of sin that previously condemned us has been erased, nailed to the cross of Jesus. We are not dealing with a philosophy here, nor are we relying on memes or emails or instant messages from multiple sources to guide and direct our lives. Rather, we rely on the one who disarmed all the false sources, the rulers and authorities, exposed them to shame, and triumphed over them in his sacrificial death and resurrection on our behalf. To put it another way, Jesus is not only the light by which we can view the world, he is the source of light itself, the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. Those Estonian office workers experimenting with Li-Fi experienced the newness of an office not only filled with light, but with all the information about life that collective wisdom of humanity has placed on the internet. Paul points us to an even greater light and an even greater source of life. When we live under the constant source of that light, it begins to put things in perspective. We can sort out the truth from fiction and what is good from what is useless. Paul told the Colossians to not get caught up in the trivial rites and festivals touted by the false teachers. These are only a shadow of what is to come, says Paul, but the substance belongs to Christ. Followers of Christ Jesus must not allow themselves to be captured by practices, visions, and worship that distracts us and builds us up by a human way of thinking. Instead, we rely on the bodily witness of Jesus to guide us toward his light and truth, holding fast to the head from whom the whole body nourished and held together by its ligaments and sinews grows with a growth that is from God. In a world where information is coming at us literally at light speed, this is a vitality, this is vitally important message. There are times when we need to slow down and tune in to the truth that is embodied in Jesus and given to us to embody as well. We need more high fidelity to the way of Christ, to spend time soaking in his light and to allow that light to push falsehood back into the shadows. 
Like the Colossians, we cannot allow ourselves to have a faith that is characterized as paralysis by analysis. We simply need to live it out, embody it every day with Jesus as our model and guide. Amen. let me go I rest my weary soul in thee I give thee back the life I owe that in thine ocean depths its flow may richer fuller be Followest all my way I yield my flickering torch to thee My heart restores its borrowed ray That in thy sunshine's blaze its day May brighter, fairer be joy that seekest me through pain I cannot close my heart to thee I trace the rainbow through the rain and feel the promise is not vain that morn shall tear